Welcome, my kings and queens of the internet. This is Shits and Giggles and the Cosmos, the podcast. And you're here with Joshua, the host. Uh, This podcast is pretty much um, just a bunch of friends talking about really deep topics um, and just seeing where we go with it, you know, why we smoke and just chill. Uh, So yeah, right now I have my two good friends right here and they're going to introduce themselves now. Lauren? Yeah, well, hello. My name is Lauren. Hi, Lauren. How's it going? It's good. Okay, cool. Hi, my name is Nadine. I don't know a whole lot about consciousness itself, but I do know a fair amount of like psychotherapy type things. So I'm That's very, dope. very interested in hearing about this. Educate That's me, dope. sir. Okay, well, today's podcast, clearly from that little intro, is about consciousness and where it comes from and just the basic delving into that. So, to begin, first of all, we have to ask ourselves, what the fuck is consciousness? What is conscious thought? What is consciousness? Period. Okay. So, most people believe that consciousness is, you know, that little fucking rat in your head. Okay, we got two more people joining us today, and they are introduce themselves as they walk in. So, um, or as I was saying, we're talking about um, consciousness and where it comes from. And we're trying to define what consciousness is to begin with, you know. Um, And most people think consciousness is that little rat inside your head, you know, the fucking voice telling you everything. You know, you talking to yourself, or pretty much you talking to the wall that is yourself, you know. Which is a a valid point, you know, but I don't... I don't believe consciousness is that. I believe it's the person watching the voice. The person behind the actual uh, inner um, document, inner um, commentary, you know, going the dialogue running through your head all the time. Uh, now, a big thing, like, so, so, what do you guys propose, like, what is your guys' perspectives on consciousness? What's your guys' like view on what consciousness is? Honestly, I think consciousness is the way the human soul kind of receives information and like processes it, you know what I mean? Kind of breaks it down to the simplest forms for itself, you know what I mean? Because like when you talk to yourself and your own conscience, that's like your own personal thoughts, how you process things, how you believe things are and how they should be, you know what I mean? That's where you form your own opinions, your differences, so on and so forth. So each one's unique. So like, the conscious can't be the same for every person because each person experiences something different, you know what I mean? Like their own perception. That's fair. So you're saying the consciousness is based on your own interpretive experience of life in general. Um, Which, that's, that's a good, a valid point. Uh, science has actually, anyone else have anything else on that? No? I mean, well, I'm pretty, Zach pretty much summed up my yeah. version of consciousness. But so. we're also talking about the human soul, scientifically, they say, like, when the body dies, you lose a certain, I can't remember the exact way, don't quote me on it, but it's like a 
point oh milliamps. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's just like they believe it's the weight of the electrical current traveling on your nerves and in your brain. Now when you die, that's what shuts down. And Susie, my little sister, is here to join us. Uh, Susie, say hi. Hey. That was terrible. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah. It started without us That's a perfect segment into my uh, research on consciousness. So science has two ways of actually defining consciousness. Uh, neither we know so little about the brain. The brain itself is a huge mystery. Fucking 4,000 years, 4 million years into the future of the Earth, you know? It, right. it just doesn't make sense well, uh, at this like, point. Sorry, I wasn't like trying to interrupt. No, like, go ahead. What really perplexes me about the human brain is the fact that we only use 10%. Where is that other 90% going? They, See, I mean, a lot of it they say is motor function and nerves and reactions and stuff, but like, I feel like our cortex or somewhere in there, like, I feel like previous memories or like ancestry type things are stored there for learning because like as we advance why don't we de-evolve you know what i mean like why do we never That's lose track point. of evolution i feel like somehow evolution has to travel with us in order to keep going and i feel like our brains are kind of like a kind of like a hard drive for that data to continue to be downloaded and re-downloaded and re-downloaded, you know what I mean? Like, every time you pass your data on, because, okay, not being, no, on, that's a, not being on a weird subject, but they say, like, sperm cells themselves are pretty much like data capsules, and if you took, I think it's like a drop or something, it's worth, like, billions of gigs of data that could be stored in the information of stem cells. And where does all that information go? Now, uh, this is completely not the topic today, but that's a huge fucking point. That is something, so you're, uh, they're actually believing that your genetics, your genetic makeup, the actual DNA strands might contain memories within them. Because how else do you transfer phobias? And, and it's in like the same features, you know, right? And they say alcoholism, like, addictive personalities some... are also genetic. Oh, yeah. I mean, the father of an alcoholic is generally an alcoholic, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, every kid born to or, an alcoholic parent has a 50-50 chance. Right. Exactly. It's like, it's, it's, how does the life choices and or it's not that someone else's science affect that person. There's not it, that's that's going to the discussion versus nature versus nurture. I don't believe it's one or the other. It's both. It's, both, yeah. it's fucking both. Nature takes its own course in nurturing because I mean, really, nature nurtures all of us, and in the same sense, it's like your environment's always going to affect you, but it's also how you take your environment. You know what I mean? Because some people can look at the environment and be like, oh, that's god-awful. While others that have experienced worse or similar could be like, hey, yeah, that's that's the norm. You know that's I mean? fair, yeah. And you take a rich kid to the ghetto, he's going to be like, where the fuck am I? But you take a kid from the ghetto to a rich neighborhood, where the fuck am I? Right, just a more positive <laughs> That's fair, so, yeah. I feel like the way our environments nurture us 
also produces different people because mm -hmm. people growing up in harder situations are going to end up more callous emotionally and, and like, mentally. Like they have to learn how to life lessons. Right, right. right. Whereas a rich kids can be naive and think that everything can be bought off and the world's theirs, you know what I mean? Because they were put a silver spoon in their mouth. So it, it, I, I agree, I agree. You, you're definitely right where nature and nurture are kind of a mixture because you could have a great parent and live in the ghetto and still have that affect you. You could have the shittiest, oh, yeah. callous, coolest parents and have every luxury and comfort in the world and you could still be a bitter person due to the fact that no one nurtured you but your, your natural environment still gave you everything you needed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's not... I don't believe that so much physical surroundings, you know, is the sole contri contributor towards your growth as a human or your, your evolution as a human, you know? Like, um, I'm gonna jump back though, like five pages because that is the topic for a later date. I have, uh, that, that's a good ass topic and it will come up. I'll apologize to you so, now. Once I get, I'm gonna see these like once I get on the subject. I kind of like I have to drive it on home. Fucking go or, with or, it. Or oh, I feel yeah. like I've wasted my breath. You know what I mean? Like if I if I try to give like a little tidbit, I'm just gonna sound stupid. So, no, that's like, fair. I just dump the whole load and like some people take it, some people reject it. You know what I mean? Like before we skip back to the front of the book, can I also comment? On oh yeah, I I seen you holding that comment. Sorry, no, it's okay. <laughs> Actually, it's funny enough that y'all start mentioning nurture versus nature because that's literally all I've been learning about recently with like the psychotherapy stuff that I was talking about. Um, because like attachment styles are based on how like your parents parented you, and it has to do with like the not just the nature but the nurture of it because. The way that you were parented is the way that, like, it's very closely correlated to the way that they were parented and learned how to make attachments. Because a people's perspective on life is not something that it gets passed down through the generations. Exactly. Generational the slightest... trauma and pain. Exactly. And, like, like, if your parents dealing with this kind of, like, maybe a substance abuse disorder or, like, a mental disorder and they are struggling with that, they're going to have an issue with forming healthy relationships with not just anyone around them, but with their kids. And yeah. so like that, it, the way that you learn to make relationships affects the way that you would make relationships with anybody else going into adulthood. And so it, it really is like, can a mental disorder be made up for, like by positive environment? Can you make up for the generational pain and trauma with good, decent, healthy relationships and parenting? Okay, before you ask that, I do want to backtrack this. This is way off the subject, Sorry. guys, okay? I had, <laughs> I had it laid out bring, here. Bring it all in, bring it all in. Okay, so <laughs> consciousness. Oh, it doesn't open here. It doesn't it open. Doesn't open. Doesn't. Uh, here, no. you want to swap? Why don't they open like this? Unfortunately, none of the old ones open. Only the new windows are the ones that open. Sorry to say that. Okay, so. Order in the court. Order in the court. Shut the hell up, people. If you want to share it, all you can share it. Sometimes. I was like thinking about it. I'm actually pretty comfortable. Alright, back to what? Okay, so. If I just like stand up and scoot it for you, would you take it? I would take it. Sorry, you have editing. That's right. Is this cool. Open? We good? We good to go? Okay, cool. No, so, kinda, yeah. 
So back to consciousness. Consciousness, what consciousness is, there's two very common perspectives on consciousness. One is it's just all the right variables in the right places at the right time. All the right particles in the brain, all the right material giving you a way to perceive life, to survive life. For instance, um, imagine a caterpillar or imagine any insect or something that doesn't have eyes, okay? A, uh, you know, a life form that doesn't have eyes. They're like, okay, I need food. They have a sense, uh, they have some type of signal, you know, telling them where food is. There's no question, just go to food when I'm hungry. There's no ifs, thens, or buts, you know. Then you get sight. Then the animal life form evolves and they get sight. Now you have the ability to see your prey. And you're like, okay, shit, I can go get this food as long as I can see it. This is when your brain is like, okay, well, I need to build a map of the world to be able to get food without seeing the food. And so you build this uh, map, this understanding of your reality to be able to survive. And that understanding of reality creates the, uh, the ability to decide from one thing or another. You know, um, this is a very common viewpoint on consciousness. Or there's a very, another viewpoint on consciousness that is consciousness could uh, be part of the makings of our universe, quite literally. Um, due to this insane quantum physics behind this. So you guys know that, uh, I'm going to back it up and get a little off, talk uh, off topic here, but consciousness, uh, I mean, um, you guys know about, the, I can't remember the name of it, but there's a particle, okay, a very famous uh, experiment where, you know, a scientist is like, the, it's Schrodinger's cat. Mm -hmm. Schrodinger's cat is both dead and alive until perceived otherwise. Yeah, it's the perfect it's the, paradox. Uh, the, the concept that perception brings about reality, it actually legitimately on the quantum level, perceiving something will change something of infinite wavelengths to a certain wavelength. This isn't, this, and the interesting thing is, this is very hard to explain, so I'm going to do my best here. The interesting thing is, it's not just the particle, it's also the past and the future of the particle that you're solidifying right there at that moment. So legitimately, you as an observer has the ability to bring about, you know, something from, you solidify everything to something, you know. Uh, now. Now, I, I don't, uh, I, I, how would, the question I propose to all y'all is when two people view it, when you have two colleagues and you're both doing the same experiment, okay, you're both looking at the particle, well, um, but one of them standing over here and does not know while one of them looks at it and instantly finds out the result of the particle, whether it's this or this, and solidifies the um, indefinite, in, in, uh, the fucking, solidifies the wavelength, okay, to actually like exist 
within our reality. Does that mean the other person, it hasn't existed within their own reality yet? Or does that mean that there's like, does that mean that there's like a conscious, like the universe is conscious. And so one person's enough to bring it, to crush the wavelength down to reality. You know, is, is that like, how, how, thoughts? I mean, honestly, that is perplexing. It kind of sounds like Manifest Destiny, honestly. Like, when you were speaking, that's honestly like what I kept, like, hearing. was, like, the, the notion to be able to willfully, like, turn what you're seeing into what you believe. You Which know? we can't... I kind of genuinely believe in that, though, too, because, like, it's kind of weird, but my first two kids that I had, I really thought about how bad I wanted a boy, and I had a boy... And the next time, I mean, my whole family has boys. Every one of my sisters and brother, all of them have had boys. And I was like, I'm having my girl. This this is my girl. I only want to be pregnant twice. Oh, this shit. is my girl, and I'm going to yeah, get it. Shit. And sure enough, the belt just happened as a girl. And then um, I had some complications in that pregnancy, too. And it was like the doctor was telling me I could, uh, with my first son, or my first kid, that I could miscarry, and I put my mind to it. I'm not miscarrying. I'm gonna I have this baby. Knows. I have that baby. <laughs> your your thought has uh, your thoughts actually have um, of action over our universe. Like, it, but no one's fucking flying around or crane shit out of their mind right. or well, so, right. so. So that's exactly what I was thinking about. Poor hungry person Okay, pause. One person at a time. I hate right. to say this, you cannot break over someone until a point is made, okay? Right. This way we can do it one by one by one and the viewers can hear. Continue, Nadine. Oh, okay. Um, whatever you were talking about, you were hearing Manifest Destiny, but I was totally thinking about magic because the basis of magic is willing something into existence. Like that's that's literally what you're like. Yeah, that's what it is, that's, and that's that's basically what you're talking about. That's, is, uh, that's exactly like, what I'm talking like about. Almost like the intersection of magic and science. It's the uh, the, the idea of magic con- uh, of um, thought or conception mm-hmm. or just wanting it to happen, mm-hmm. making it br- the expectation Bring it brings about reality. reality. Yep, that's yeah, that's that's. But again, I have to say, is it one person solidifying it? Like, first of all, as consciousness itself, it's a dilemma because you, you can't prove another conscious. You can only prove your own. Mm-hmm. For all I know, y'all are part of my own configuration within my world, you know. Uh, you can't prove it. So how, how, do you, how do you say, like, am I bringing this reality out? Or is it a collective group of realities being crushed together? How is this working? How do we actually like change the wavelength enough to actually like bring it into being? Because we know it's possible, but why is it so... How does that work, you know? I, I guess what my only curiosity within the subject is, is if we could create our... Like what you said, like what we need from what we see. Why do people let themselves starve? You know, do they not know they can't? They don't. 
Yeah, the, I believe that 100%. Happen. That comes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, really. They don't. <laughs> they don't. Like, you don't they technically reason. know it, but they don't choose to act upon it. Therefore, there's no... Like, to they, actually they do something up. in this world, your mind has to be 100%. Like You have to be thinking those thoughts always. You notice anything successful in you that you've done in your life. You were meditating on it every second the of power every of intention. Exactly. That yeah. and they're finding that everywhere. They believe that this universe is infinite. Here's my idea of consciousness. My idea of consciousness is quite literally that this universe is made of data that is everything. Just everything. And we as human beings we pull that everything into something and that something is our reality that we live in you know this uh, on a legitimate level like because we can't comprehend nothing and we know nothing doesn't exist within our reality so the only other opposition to that is everything must exist right so so like Quite literally, I believe that we uh, humans, their job is to manifest their world. And the funny thing about this is the way we manifest our world and our consciousness itself is bizarrely different. Our own inner worlds are, the way we interpret the world is on another scale. Like we don't, uh, we don't, yours and my world is totally different the way we see the world hence i brought up a point when i was way younger how i say that's an orange wall you say that's an orange wall too how do you know it's the same thing i'm saying you don't or like the, i could be seeing pink but think it's orange just like the white see and what i'm the saying gold dress and the blue and the black dress like, sort of, I yeah. Don't know if you guys remember that one that went viral yeah. and everybody was like, whether it was white and gold or blue and black. And like it was blue and black, everybody people's knows. People's eyes, like, literally perceived it. And the fucking the noise, the noise, yay. What was that? I, I can't remember the noise. There was a noise um, yeah, that people heard. Yeah, they would play it and it would come Again. out as two different sounds and it all depended on what side of your brain you were thinking with. Okay. Which, so yeah, everybody's brain chemistry is different and everybody perceives things differently. Because it wasn't the dress thing, wasn't it an optical illusion where you could like tell your phone or something like that? I mean, no, no it, it wasn't. Was Legitimately, it. people it physically thing. saw it differently. Like, I, I saw like people share perceive light, about the way that people perceive light. So it was some people would perceive it stronger than others and so it would look white and gold and I it was so weird that you bring that up because I was literally reading about it today because somebody was like anybody remember this like mm. what color is it now and they argued back and forth again and I looked it up and I was like so what color is it actually and I saw a video of a scientist talking about it and explaining it and like the different you know how people just perceive it differently. that's and you can't that's why I'm saying you, you can't, can't tell them they're wrong you because right you can't yeah, yeah there's no <laughs> You are legitimately conceptualizing your own world within your head, and it's not identical to anything else in the world or anyone else's. Yeah, it's your own personal like, perspective. It's 100% unique. Now, here's the cool idea. So, consciousness 
There's a bunch of people. I'm a psychonaut. Everybody in this room knows that I do psychedelics, and I'm very fond of them, okay? And so, I, a lot of psychonauts believe that the consciousness is not... Like, our bodies is a remote. Our consciousness is being transmitted into our bodies. Because, I mean, you, you fucking trip on eight tabs of acid... You're, you're like, no fucking way. This isn't from my brain. I'm sorry, but this isn't here. I'm somewhere else. Like, you know? Uh, so you kind of have to think, like, okay, then where am I? Where, where, is, where is me, you know? And I believe this is going to sound so fucking confusing. Okay, so... You uh, so now we're going to go into dimensionalities. Hell yeah! <laughs> You've already heard half this Hell deal. Yeah. Okay, so first dimension, a line, right? Second dimension, you get two lines. Now you have the ability to make a triangle, a square, etc., etc. You have now you have the access of up. Third dimension, you have the uh, the access of Y. Which means you can go around, you can go up. It's 3D now, you know. Um, and and the problem is every pre prior, you know, uh, prior dimension needs, or every farther dimension needs the prior dimension to exist. Like I was saying. So, um, fuck, I hate brain farts. Um, the fourth dimension. Yeah. So, so uh, the fourth dimension... Uh, I believe the fourth dimension on its own... Uh, so Einstein thought the fourth dimension was time. Okay? Uh, that's what Einstein said. I believe the fourth dimension is the, the non-existence of time. When I believe that when you die, there's a chemical called dimethyltryptamine from your pineal gland in your brain released in huge quantities, <laughs> freezing you right there and then. You exist within that moment forever. That's your eternity. Right there. <coughs> Here's the fascinating part. Your consciousness changes. Instead of experiencing and learning things in a chronological order from one, two, three, time doesn't exist. You are experiencing everything from all of your memories, everything you've accumulated in this lifetime, instantly and you're continuing. You're continuing. Yeah. So, so you legitimately become the god of your own perception. Yeah. When you, uh, so I believe when you die, you quite literally go to the next dimensionality and use your experience in this lifetime to navigate through that. And, and uh, now back to consciousness. A tetrahedron. Tetrahedron is a shadow of, uh, imagine like a triangle, okay, from the eighth dimension. So, here, you see this shit? You guys can see this cup. It looks really cool. Um, uh, you know, it's cylinder. But you see the shadow. You still have a shape here. You still have data being transmitted. It's not the full thing. But there's still data. So what people are thinking is that we come from the eighth dimension and we are the reflection of that eighth dimension on 
our current like realm. Whoa. So <laughs> yeah, and, and we can't comprehend higher. That's 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 we we legitimately we map. That's an, the only reason we got this far as science is because the universal language of math. And math is the one thing the universe. That's the language, you know. Everything can be interpreted through maths. Um, Technically. Yeah. Like, so so we're trying to figure out how that works. And it's just so goddamn fascinating because, like, literally, I don't know. Some people, half me believes, honestly, half me believes... Your consciousness is purely the right variables in the right place. But then again, that could be the says uh, to our universe itself. The Big Bang, the right variables in the right place? Hello? Like, that. So, what if it's a duality? What if it's not just this? I mean, everybody knows, you know, energy is never destroyed or. You know, gone. So, what if we're legit uh, energy imprint of this higher dimensionality, but our human bodies are how we are given to interpret it at this stage in our existence? And then that way you kind of like loop up the ladder. Right, that's it. Makes then your shadow kind of comes back down and. Yeah, exactly. And it really creates and, a cycle. It's, 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 it's a fucking thought. Like, anyone else? Uh, that was my spiel. That's why, like, I, I truly believe consciousness somehow, some way, literally solidifies our reality into existence. Oh, another cool fact is you can't actually, you can't know for certain that you had consciousness any other time prior in your life. You can't prove it. You have memories. So, memories could exist in your head, but you can't prove that you were actually talking before this moment, you know, or <coughs> actually conscious before this moment. No, because memories aren't... Memories... It's a different type of scenario. Consciousness is something totally different. We can't have consciousness in the past or the future. It's impossible. So the only uh, actual like evidence that we have is the memories. Okay, but that doesn't prove that 10 minutes ago I was conscious. Right. No, I get what you're saying. Like, isn't that kind of fucking crazy? True. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Because like, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm trying to prove you wrong, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't. Like... Right, like, it's like not, technically, I tell you to remember something, but like me remembering something might not even be the full on. I mean, eventually, technology will be able to implant memories into right. your brain. At that point, you have to think: Was this me consciously, or was this just a random memory? You know, see why I'm saying so. Memories aren't something. Memories are purely a signal imprinted upon your neurons. That's it. It's it's a machine. You know, it doesn't... Consciousness is totally different scenario. See, this, this point right here solidifies my belief. What you were talking about earlier, is it like... 
are is there a universal like consciousness like does yeah. the universe conscious and we just have our Do own realities life. within it per, like our own perceptions and our own perspectives our own reality within what is really going on because it reminded me like what he was talking about the different like for like a crime scene so there's like there were three different people there and what might have happened between two people this third person might not know about so their perception and their truth of what they believe happened might not be what actually happened uh-huh. but that still doesn't but mean that that's not true know? for them because that's their but own perception which is the right reality see that's how do you know like because we question. all live in the same realm exactly so how how do you know which who creates it right there's a lot of people now this gets back into dmt there's i've tripped on dmt once and everybody that does will tell you you feel connected to something uh, the best way i can describe it um is a collective consciousness you know uh christians call it you know, when you, uh, you're, you're part of Jesus, you know, you're part of God. You are legitimately part of the Father, you know. Uh, and when you die, you go back. Is that not a collective consciousness? Like, is that not, like, one whole that you are part of? Their form of like, it, yeah. And that would make sense if, if, I'm not saying this proves everything or even is valid, but that would make sense because if, a collective consciousness, somehow we were all linked on a subatomic level, you know, where one person visualizing it was enough to actually bring it into, like, solidify the wavelength to actually bring it into this reality, you know? So, Missy actually used to... um, Missy's our sister, by the way. She had brought that up to me one time, and she told me about this study that they did where in different parts of the world um, they were given like these tests um, and they did it at different times and I can't remember all the details but it was like they were given a test at one point in time and then they gave it to um, like in two different You're talking about the water experiment. You're talking about, so what happened where, where people would talk shit. No, where they finished. That's another good one. Though. They finished the test and they compared the scores from before, like people in a different place in the world had taken the test, to after, and they were like never told their scores or anything, to after some a different group of people in yep. a different place in the world had taken the exact mean, same test. We all know we're connected. The, right? They did better afterwards, and they did this like a few different times, just trying to see, like, you know, like. But it was for some reason, you know, those people they like changed their answer. I can't remember. Well, have the you exact details? But uh, it's like, yeah, the collective consciousness, like that somehow, you know, like they had. Like shared learned from shared experience somewhere somehow see Somebody i agree 100% because here's something how does a mother know their kid is in danger halfway across the world yeah. boom enough said 
twins. twins. How does twins, twins fucking twins? Or not even yet. twins. You and I, and Just we're not siblings. even That's twins. true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, like, better you yet, knew though. When some crazy shit was going down in my past. Yeah, it was fucking freaky. I, I legit like I, I would get shakes or some shit when she, she went through a traumatic shit like in the car or some shit. I don't remember, but. And I was sitting there shaking like, Susie, are you fucking okay? I'm feeling off, you know, I like. Thrown out a moving car. But it's cool. <laughs> it, but yeah, but like you literally like called that night, like it it like, was crazy yeah. because like I I was like still in the middle of everything. I didn't even. But do you think that's within ourselves or within the universe? That's another question. Because, again, you have a water experiment. I'm going to bring this up anyways. Where, or a plant experiment. It's done many yeah. times. Where you have two groups of people. First group comes in, you know, uh, has five glasses, talks completely shit to four. And one glass, they, they love it. They give it affection, you know. They fucking... And then the second group comes in. Most of the time, they pick that one glass. That's not within our brains, is it? That, that has to be actually infecting... Like impacting our reality somehow, like, like, uh, like maybe just feeling that, like, for some other reason, the, like the energy almost. Yeah, see, yeah, that's what I was thinking like too. Yeah, room. I would say that's a whole other, like rabbit hole, but oh, yeah, yeah. But that like that's what it made me. Not just like in the room, like, and I feel like the whole idea behind it is the mm -hmm. energy and those ideas, like they, mm -hmm. um, like. <clears throat> can collect um, I don't know if that's a word but like similar ones come so that's like Missy's theory also well I don't mean to be quoting her because I might be quoting her wrong mm -hmm. but um, that's what I understood was her theory about you know demons that it was a lot of negative energy and a lot of negative thoughts that's that had collected together from the heart field and that's what people mistake for being some like a supernatural creature that's why I was telling you the other day when it's really just when, a lot of negativity like you go Alcatraz and you're like oh shit there's a cold spot and I feel funny uh -huh. no fucking shit you feel funny there's a deposit of bad voodoo energy chilling there where legitimately your heart right. field picks that shit up. You connect to that. Like, you can't... That's... Uh, shit, where was I going with that? I don't know. It wasn't a... I can't remember. There's huh? an... Oh, oh, yeah, go ahead. There's Sorry. an old... Um, fuck, it's a creature. I can't remember what it's called, unfortunately. But it's literally created through thought, just like, like uh, Susie was talking about. Um... In old like mythologies, they say that the demons and uh, supernatural creatures were literally like just created through the collective believing that yes. it was that it was true. Why yes. do you think? Yeah. yeah. Why do you think? Um, fucking. Uh, um, clans, not clans. Um, what's cults? Cults. Thank you. Why do you think cults are so successful? The cults. The cults and period. Cults. Uh, Cult, cults. Cults. Sorry. Okay. Cults. Like the occult. Okay. Yeah. Like my bad. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the cults are so successful. Oh. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> yes, the cults. I mean, it's a bunch of people legitimately more than a lot of people. I bet, I bet we all have a contribution. 
towards the solidity of our own reality. I I bet quite literally in the more people there, Christianity, uh, pray us three and you get, you get, you get fucking. Yeah, where two or more. Yeah, thank you. I will be there. Yeah. Uh, You know, you have so many religions and based off of that. Sorry, uh, something hit my mind that I want to jump back to I completely forgot about. So, uh, consciousness. Mm-hmm. Where it comes from? Where Where does it come from? Where the fuck do you think consciousness is just a part of us developing as organic um, specimens? You know? There's, there's a very... There is a very strange ass theory that people have grown a lot of hype over the past couple years that people think possibly the universe created us so we could create it. It's a catch 22, but it makes sense. And, And we can't quite understand it because it's out of our dimensionality. Like, imagine you having a source code of everything okay but how would you actually bring that source code to be how would how would you actually get something well you couldn't you would have to have something to have something you know it, it yeah, you right. can't, can't create we, something out of nothing. thank you and like, that would bring it back to being like there being more than one dimension to the universe could have existed in another dimension you, and then just totally. The, did you miss my rant on yeah, dimensionality? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. This, I'm agreeing with oh, you back okay, to okay, what yeah, you yeah. said. There are it, probably eight dimensions where this is possible. Something created itself to be that's created. Exactly. So that would make a lot of sense with there being eight dimensions that because would all come into we play. Clearly we clearly don't understand all these information and we, out and there. And we won't be able to understand them until we are in that dimension. We, we won't be able to communicate with this dimension. Exactly. It's a loop of never really knowing. Which is never fully obtaining all yeah. the knowledge so, that you could obtain. Right. <laughs> Frustrating. Right. <laughs> so we know that this the, this reality, the base foundation, at least we believe it to be, is energy. Now think about that. If there's more than energy, what is it? If... Because we know there's more. I mean, you fucking hear people trip balls all the time so they become God. We know there's more than that well, concept out there. And the, I don't know that subject, if we're talking about psychedelics and such, have you ever seen the spirit molecule, uh, spirit, uh, molecule documentary? It's dimethyltryptamine. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you'd know, but, um, because they, ancient, like, African or South American, I can't remember which, like, cultures will drink that in tea form. And it gives them, like you said, visions. Ayahuasca! Right, exactly. Fucking ayahuasca! Like, These... it, it gives them visions of, like... You know, all religions can date back to psychedelic use. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. These these but, substances are not... They're not meant no. for recreational... Oh, I'm going to trip balls and see colors. No, they're meant to... Spiritual enlightenment. So, so I see it as this. I see as you grow up, as your consciousness expands, you build that pattern of your world, right? The, the basic foundation, like, holy shit, that's a door. You know, this is a, this. You know, your brain just builds upon it. 
right? You take a psychedelic, removes it. It's base value. You have pure base value. That's it. So your brain, you know, is interpreting it as best as it fucking can. Obviously, anyone that has trip can tell you they can't ever retell you or show you the experience they have or even remember the experience it's they like, have. It's like a different lens. <laughs> exactly. Because you completely... And it's like goes away, it the lens. Back. It's like you, you don't... You mm-hmm. see base value and your own conception of your world mm-hmm. is how your trip goes because it's still all there. But again, my sister's a scientist. She says we only pick up like... 0.001% of the information our eyes pick up of this universe. Like, imagine that. What what else is non, like, visual senses? Like, that's insane. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, you know, so that goes along your points of 10% of the brain. I, I don't believe that. I believe that we use 100%. It's just we don't have access that's, to the ability to see what's else here. With the DMT subject is, I think that when we trip psychedelics, like, obviously it varies because each psychedelic is a different chemical chemical compound. For sure, for sure. Like my choice is LSD, Lucy. That's, like, my main yeah. experience I have with psychedelics. I mean, I've done streams a few times, but, like... Sure, I, I've only really done stronger doses of LSD, and I'm here to tell you, I definitely feel like I access a different part of my brain, mm-hmm. like, more than, like, unoriginal thoughts of my own come to me, like, I start thinking of things I would never think of, and I go on rolls, and, Wait like, until. all this information just comes <laughs> to me in a flood, kind of, like you said, like, it's almost overwhelming, because you're just seeing everything at base value, all these things and you are can't recollect all that information and exactly, after, that's what right? I was to say too, is you almost just concept the simplest blips of it that you can remember, and the rest of it is just a blur, until you do it again damn near, or... Until you, you do it enough, or at least meditate on it enough to understand it better. It, yeah. yeah, to, you have to kind of link it to your own reality before your brain can be like, oh, that makes sense. Right, you know? I think that's another reason you have to be in a good state to begin with, because if you're in a negative state in your brain, I feel like you probably access the more negative parts, the darker parts, you know what I mean? Like, you probably see the negative side, the kind of like dark side of reality versus the whole picture. Because I, I only have like one or two bad trips, I'm going to tell you, it literally feels like you're dying, just because like, it feels like you're getting crushed by the fucking universe, that's all I'm like, Try fucking salvia. No, don't, don't. I swear to God, you better be experienced tripper before okay. you have that drug. Okay. I'm ketamine, but that shit is not what people described it to be like at all. It's just a more intense like. That's another thing. Like if people swear by ketamine, they can see sounds and stuff. I've never like it's I've a horse not- tranquilizer. <laughs> it's literally just a horse Oh, I mean, what do you oh, that was on a trip. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that, that's 
that's about as much as I've explored outside of acid. So like, I, I don't like really, I don't eat shrooms a lot. I did it one time. I decided that that was not my personal favorite trip. It kind of made me more paranoid than anything. But I mean, that's fair. Acid opened up my perception to a lot of different things. Like I did not perceive the world the same before I did. So what I wanted. I mentioned earlier was every time I've heard somebody talk about their experience taking acid, especially like people who frequently take it, is every time they do, after they do, they always start to notice things around them that they noted that they didn't notice before. Like out, yeah, yeah. They for whatever reason stuff around them that they're around every single day and have been for months, years, but they'll trip, and after that. They'll see like, the unseen. I would agree yeah. With that. yeah. Like, it's just like all of these things are popping up that they're like, why didn't I notice that before? Yeah. That's another I, thing. And, cool. like, a footnote on that, too. Like, I've heard in Silicon Valley, people, like, inventors, like, are heads of technology, damn near microdose LSD because it helps their inventive process. Mm-hmm. It also relaxes them, and they like. Oh, microdosing is yeah. huge around yeah. day and age. Like, yeah, yeah. And like I know boxes that are leading innovative minds seem to be doing it too. So it's like, yeah. I feel like there's a culture of like obviously powerful, intelligent people that know that know what the fuck they're doing though. And they're accessing those points in their brain where they can really make the ideas. They, they everybody the has Einstein. Inventions. You know, um, everybody in history right, legit right. has trips like uh, that. And another thing is that's why I think tripping is so good for a human race. Like some people believe that legitimately tripping's why we became humans. Like, apes just found some psychedelic compounds, you know, evolved our consciousness to humanity. Actually, because animals do go, like, tigers have been known to chew on plants that they can Exactly. Like, animals That's... even know, like, the compounds that can fuck them up, you know what I mean? So, like... so is it really that hard to believe that the ability to see or, or understand, learn upon information... Uh, in an unbiased form is beneficial uh, hugely. Right, and that would make a lot of sense, the whole, what you were saying with, like, apes transforming with psychedelic compounds, because back then there were a lot of different minerals on the earth that aren't here today. So, like, who's to say, and that would explain why monkeys today don't evolve into people, because those psychedelic compounds were all used up in the evolution of the human race. Rather than just, and they're still psychedelic making mainstream today. Like legit, five years ago, salvia was legit the strongest psychedelic I've ever had in my life. Salvia was legal five years ago to smoke in your house, smoke with friends. Yeah, you know? like you could buy it online. DMT was too. Like you could legitimately buy kegs of dimethyltryptamine liquidized. For chemical use, obviously not for consumption. Not two years um, ago. No, Jesus this was this was about uh, like yeah, some. I'm assuming you're was, saying longer I'm back. Yeah, five years ago, like well, back in the day, back before the government knew the qualities that these drugs and stuff have, these psychedelics have. Like they figured out what they did, 
and I'm sure there is more power to them than the government will let us know. And then they right. illegalized uh, before they started the war on drugs. Before okay. they started the war Tell on drugs. Tell me this. Tell me this. No one has ever, ever died from pure LSD. Not, that's not to say they haven't done some stupid ass shit and jumped well, out the window or maybe that. became insane. Well, that's their own but like, no like, one but has ever died on it. And you're telling me this is a, a scheduled one substance when you can go to a store and smoke tar and put that shit into your lungs. Like, hello? Yeah. I have that, something to add. Go um, ahead. I'm sorry. Please. But... Uh, wow, I'm in space. Or even alcohol, <laughs> a poison. Right. Well, um. No, so, so. Shit. What was I say? Come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come back to me. Right. <laughs> I don't know what I missed, but I just. I find it mildly comical that alcohol is mm-hmm. a lot more acceptable That's, than yeah. any. Mm-hmm. I That's mean, right hey, any drug, any. No one's gonna tell you DMT is a fun experience or a a I wanna have a good time. No one's ever gonna tell you that. That shit's fucking scary. You meet your maker. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this isn't illegal because it's too fun or it's too good or addicting. Psychedelics aren't addicting. They're scary. Right. Like they're yeah. for exploration. I wanted to yeah, add something. Sure. We were talking about going insane from LSD, and that's where my thought trailed off. Um, who's to say that insanity isn't really the true knowing of reality, and that's why people get locked up when they're truly insane? They get literally can't comprehend what their mind has given them. The government doesn't want us to know what the true reality is. Wait, go back. You brought up a brilliant ass point. (laughs) People that are insane could just have information from a higher dimensionality that they just can't formulate. Process. Fucking A. Right. Yes. yes, thank you. That is a goddamn valid point. Brilliant. And that's why the government would lock them in insane asylums. Like, you're locked up. You can't share your thoughts with the world even if you want to, even if you can somehow comprehend it later on. And then they're going to be considered insane. No they're insane. Gonna, it's they're incredible. They're, they're gone. They're, 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 they're in an insane asylum and they're not going no. out. On the side of the government, I have to say... It's not totally because, you know, on a political side of things, I don't think, holy fuck, you know, uh, Trump is thinking, uh, I want people to be docile fucking shit. What about that? We've, we've been there, like yeah. in the Nazi camps, we used to use, what is in toothpaste? Flor- uh, fluoride? Uh, we used to put formaldehyde? 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 No, not oh, formaldehyde. Uh, yeah, fluoride. <laughs> Yeah, and they put in the water of the camps to make everybody in the camps docile. That's what they did. That's ha- what they've been doing for years. You can look in your own water. It has fucking fluoride in it. Yeah. yeah. A fucking, and it, it calcifies the pineal gland. The fucking chemical in your brain that produces dreams... I believe it to be your connection to the energies that we can't ex- uh, understand within this reality. You know, 
but it completely calcifies it. Like, people become numb, you know? Uh, but I don't believe that this is the reason that uh, these substances are illegal. Like, I, I, there's, I think as a, as a, as a, um, as a society nowadays, I just think we fear anything we don't understand. And we don't want to fucking do the research or even touch it because we push it away. It's not a problem until it's our problem. Because you don't have to. Like, you have the choice to, right. to look into it or not. The government is like, drugs are bad. I don't do drugs. Common person doesn't do drugs. Good. Everybody's happy. Why, why bother? I don't have to... Uh, you know who fucking cares they think for me exactly that they tell me how i should feel mm-hmm. and it's easy. Mm-hmm. it's easy it's easy that's what it is we're coming easy up on the end of the podcast by the way guys we have about four minutes oh, it's okay. an hour-long podcast yeah. everybody that's joined us today if you are listening we're glad you came um <laughs> We're all fucked up, but we're having a good time talking about deep shit. Hope you guys come again. Um, yeah, anyone else have any parting segments? Um, I've been waiting discussion, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, I'm definitely um, really impressed with how this went. I will be doing this every Saturday. I can't tell you a time because uh, my schedule fluctuates, but I want to build this up. Um... It would be on Spotify eventually, and YouTube. What's up? Oh. What's good? Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, any other? No, that's it. I feel like I've like taken such a mental. Right. <laughs> <Just Yeah>. the <laughs> dumbest. <laughs> I, I do have one, one last Shoot. Uh, studies show that people with depression are actually more realistic really in their view of the world. So if you're feeling depressed right now, you're just seeing the real shit. That's real. <laughs> but really, you just understand. Yeah, you understand way more than you understand the world shit. Yeah. That's kind of why there's still a way to understand. And be happy and content and, mm-hmm. you know, beat that depression. That's right. why right. I like believe... Like, you can accept it. It's like, right. That's why I believe okay. psychedelics are really healthy. Mm-hmm. Because they're not... It's not nothing from something, okay? Psychedelics are still a compound affecting your own reality, mm-hmm. your own brain. It, just, it takes what you already have in your reality and changes the way you see it. Mm-hmm. You know, perception. so... If you have dark shit or fucked up shit in your head, mm-hmm. fucked up shit is going to be in your trip. So that's why you have a bad trip. That's why I think tripping is so good because you realize you have that shit in you. Like you're like, oh fuck, this demon's been hiding away this whole time. I pushed it away my whole life. I'm like, oh fuck, you know? We should actually do a, tri- a podcast while on LSD sometime. I don't know if I could do that, but yeah. I would be intrigued to watch y'all do it. Yeah. <laughs> you could, yeah, you could be just like smoking or something. Oh and yeah, just, I'd like, be the, DJ. the podcast. Easy. Easy. I'd be like, what, what do you think of this? That's a good idea, actually. I like that much more. That's, <laughs> we should try that because he's Tripser yeah. and podcast host. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Wait, two packs today. Thank you. Bet. 
Oh, okay. So yeah, guys, <laughs> it's the last minute of the podcast. Any parting words, guys? What? Last minute of the podcast. Bye. 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 Adios, everyone. Have a great night. It's been a good podcast. Join us next week. Don't know when. Cool. Peace.